Hello, welcome to another Cage Club Revisited. This is uh, one of these episodes, Mike. I promise I'm going to be looking at the spreadsheet. 28. No, this is number 20. Oh, I was 8 off. Not even close. Oh. Stolen. Well, because you can figure, eight, eight episodes off is 16 weeks off. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's not off. close. <laughs> nope. Uh, stolen, 2012, the Simon West film, back Ooh, after West. Con Air, Stolen, now, Redux, Simon West, Nicolas Cage, Malin Ackerman, delightful, charming, wonderful. A girl that looks like a young Angelina Jolie is in this. Oh, right. His daughter? Yeah. Cool. The guy who plays Stryker in Wolverine Origins. That is over my head. Do not know what you're talking about. Well, he's We're a good watching... actor. He's also the bad guy in uh, Wonder Woman. He's the fake, not Ares guy. Oh, okay. He's in this. We are watching the DVD. If you want to watch along with us, go to cageclub.me, grab a bingo card, cageclub movie bingo. If not, that's Ooh. also cool. Bingo. Uh, but we're going to start in three, two, one, play. Play and stolen. Now, whoop. We actually referenced the opening to this in Ocean's 13 on Cinemakers when they break through a toy store to rob yeah. a jewelry store, and I'm pretty sure this is what happens in the beginning of this movie, too. Love it. Saturn Films. Once again, okay. Oh, New Orleans. Check it New off. New Orleans. You got it. That's where my accent's from, by the way. I'm from New Orleans. Oh, cool. Yeah. You grew up next to Tommy Wiseau, right? Pretty much. We sound exactly the same. Don't think war is going to happen. Don't know if Peaches is going to happen. Don't know if the Peach is going to happen. Bad accent? Possible. Red sports car? Possible. Cage voiceover? Possible. Cage top building credits? Top Check it off. Helicopter? Maybe. Cage grunts? That's I forgot that was a thing. Stolen. Works out. Drinks alcohol. Overreaction. Singing. Montage. Danny Houston. That's a tattoo. Danny Houston. I'm already going to cross off an attractive woman finds Cage irresistible because... Malin Ackerman does. Malin Ackerman does. Las Vegas is probably not going to happen. Twin Peaks connection. I don't know. A woman is attacked in this, though. His daughter is shoved into the back of a car. Oh, this music. This is like the... Uh, <laughs> this is like... <laughs> I remember this being like a temp midi theme for like a lesser action movie or something. Like, it feels like something Robert Rodriguez has as, like, temporary score that he's going to get back to and, like, replace the instruments. It's like if somebody was like, give me something that sounds like Bond. Oh, it's so cheese. Keep in mind, this is a movie that we both like. Oh, it, but it's a guilty pleasure for me. That Zach Hassan also likes. I don't believe in guilty pleasures. Really? I think you just like what you no. like. Okay, I like this movie a lot, but I'll concede it's not good. <laughs> I'll just, That's fine. We'll put it that way. I mean, I as far as a guilty think... pleasure, I guess I just mean movies that are generally bad that I find incredibly enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, but I genuinely like this one. <laughs> I just don't think, like, you have to qualify what you like. Like, well, I know it's not good, but I like it. Just, you know, I like it. You like this movie. I like this movie. I like Cage. I like Malin Ackerman. Why is this guy... Because he's... Remember, this is part of it, isn't it? Oh. I think they're putting out a show, or it's timed out to a song? No, I think he's, like, trying to draw the cops away or something. I think this is part of the heist. I think he's in on the crew. The Parish Diamond Exchange. New Orleans, 4 a.m. Subtitles, check. Oh, awesome. If we get overt sexism, surely gonna happen... And red sports car, I win. Already? I have three in a row. <laughs> do, 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 do. P. 
peeing oh. on the cop's foot? No, they know that oh, the that's heist right. is the going cops down. are in the heist. Yeah, it's the other way around. Right, 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 right. I thought he was in on it, but the cops were already there. That's what it was. The cops are on it. I knew that. But it was even they're the sort of like not on the right info because of the way that they bust through one place to get into the other. This is the shortest. This is the third movie that we're watching today. We already did our Bangkok Dangerous and Red Rock West episodes. This is shorter? This is the shortest, keeping it right and also tight, an hour 35. Nice. Credence Clearwater. Oh, this reminds me of... Um, wasn't there another movie where he was, like, really into a certain song or music? Oh. Well, he was a Beatle maniac in the rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love this. But he had prep music and Gone in 60 Seconds. That's what it was. He has got like his song and that he had Lowrider. And then this he has this. Let's go. See, look, they're all getting ready for the heist. What a motley little crew they are. Who's the third guy? Is that Josh Lucas? I believe so. Who I know mostly from this movie. <laughs> he goes from being like this super handsome dude to being like movie ugly. Later, remember he's like, I lost yeah. my good looks with the long greasy hair and the bandaid and the blade leg. <laughs> it's four a.m. by the way, and his yes. daughter just called him on the phone. She wants to read. She wants him to read. Well, is she in the town, or is she supposed to be somewhere else? Uh, well, I'm under the assumption that she lives in New Orleans as well. But I guess I guess they probably live together. Purple yeah, not color. only is she awake, but she's also calling him on the phone. You think he'd have his phone off during a heist? <laughs> <laughs> I love his physical gestures that do not translate to the audio medium. He's got very expressive features of this one already. Absolutely. I think he's cozy because he's in New Orleans and, you know... Sure. The script is just a lot of fun. There's nothing serious happening. Marlon Ackerman, yet to speak. Just grinning and laughing <laughs> from the backseat, like, guys, I'm here too. Oh, there we go. Four minutes or something. She was in Watchmen. She was in Watchmen. She's also in one of my favorite shows. Oh. My favorite oh. one-and-done shows of all time, Trophy Wife. Oh, yeah, that's funny. Along with uh, Michaela Watkins and Marsha Gay Harden and Bradley Whitford. And a couple of really funny kids. Oh, and also uh, Nally Morales, who's also great. She was all, Nally Morales was also in another one of my favorite one-and-done shows, The Grinder, with Rob Lowe and Fred Savage. No. Oh, my God. It. It's so good. you got to put it up. It's, it's like about a... how Rob Lowe plays a lawyer on TV. Okay. He's in a, he was in a TV show called The Grinder, and then okay. The Grinder ends. And he decides to become an actual lawyer because his dad and his brother, Fred Savage, is actually a lawyer. Okay. So he comes back to town and like wants to work for their law firm. They're like, you have no legal experience. <laughs> and yet everybody in the town is just like enamored by this like this movie star because it's, I think, in, in Idaho oh, okay. that takes place. So everybody's just like, oh my God. Small like, town. The, 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 like, the grinder's here. That's pretty funny. But yeah, it's great. Um, it's, it's really, really, really I good. I first saw it Harold and Kumar go to White Castle. Yep. And I was like, who is this person? I probably saw her in that before, but I don't remember her from that. I remember, obviously, from Watchmen. 
from Trophy Wife. She's been in a bunch of things. I just don't know. You know, she's one of those people that I like that I don't really know a ton about. Look at Infrared Cage. So called Heat Signature Cage or whatever. Monarchman most known for Oh, The Final Girls. She's great in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Happy Thank You More, please, which I haven't seen, and 27 Dresses, which I haven't seen. Me neither. See, look, they're going through the toy store to get to the Diamond Exchange. Classic Rusty. Oh, yeah, she's in, um... Great Thieves Children's Stink Hospital. Oh, yeah. She she plays the, um... The Swede. Like, the her... I guess the person that she plays in that, like... Not her character, but the actress she plays in that. The only English she knows is from what she talks in the show. You know, like, she just knows English from the script, but in real life, her actor doesn't know English. That's what I like about that show a lot. It, like, it breaks the fourth, fifth, and sixth wall. Like, they're not just playing characters, they're playing actors in that show, too. Season one of Burning Love, which is amazing. Oh, that's an incredible show. She's in Wanderlust, which I'm going to see for the first time. As this comes out, I will have already heard it. Seen seen it. it. Whatever verb. Oh, is it, uh, is it, uh, is it the other guy from Lost? Is that MC Ganey or whatever? MC Ganey, is it? Yep, the, the helicopter pilot. Also, Swamp Thing from Con Air. <laughs> the other Simon West Nicholas Cage right. came up. Do you have someone returns from another Cage movie? Because that's one. I liked him a lot on Lost. He's a very threatening dude, and then I forget how he died on that show. I don't think he does. Wistful Thinking co-host Carrigan Vegan is currently rewatching Lost and is growing very tired of the show very quickly. Really? Yeah, she's not a fan. Has she ever been a fan? I think she used to like it. I think it just... Uh, I'm not sure if it ages well. Uh-oh. I mean, it started 13 years ago. 14 years ago. Just remember. It is, in my brain, my favorite show of all time. So. Was it um, Shannon and Saeed? That was probably like my favorite stuff back then. Well, that doesn't last very long. No, Spoiler but that, lost. that was great. Wait, who played Shannon, though? She's some... Um, Maggie Grace. Yeah, yeah. Taken girl. You're going to get taken. Oh, you know what was weird? Uh, I don't know what this is, why this jump. Maybe because she looks a little like Leslie Bibb, I guess, but at the that's Oscars, not, that's, not, that's not bad. When Rockwell and Bibb were together, it reminded me of Iron Man 2. I don't know if they were dating. Me neither. But... In Iron Man 2, he's trying to, like, get her to interview him, and then Tony Stark comes and, like, yep. steals her away or something. Yep. I do like that they're overt sexism. I'm crossing that off there because she's like, I'm not sitting <laughs> in the car here so I can hear you come up with ways to talk about the word vagina. Like, she – like, the movie – it's not great. Like, it's not no. super progressive for women, but – She's smart enough to know that, like, I'm dealing with him because I have to because he's on my team, yes. but I don't have to deal with his bullshit. I'm going to get out of the car and, you know, do my own thing. If we see a red sports car, I win. <laughs> he didn't sing along to that song, did he? To Credence? No, but he doesn't sing along to Lowrider either. Oh, but you have sings I have sing on here. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Yeah, that's some of the stuff we miss for not being able to hear everything exactly like I can't tell if they're making bets you know sometimes if they're for gambling like you want to bet how long uh, this takes me well we would be able to read that I think it's more like the context like the bad accent is like stuff like that's hard to hear later in the movie is the fastest heist in film history can't wait for that faster than an Ocean's 12 where it happens off screen <laughs> Shout out to Cinemakers. Here they go. 
At the he, beginning of Jingle All the Way, they're just straight up robbing a toy store, right? Like that's right. they're not Jingle All the Way. I have not seen Jingle All the Way. Uh, that's sort ever. I've seen some of it. I saw him when he wow. starts to go to get the. Uh, t- I seen the part at the mall. I'll put it that way. I saw when he I, goes to get Rocket Man, Turbo Man, Turbo Man for the first time, and then starts the rivalry with uh, Sinbad. Yeah, and I know Phil Hartman is like the neighbor. Yeah, R.I.P. Phil Hartman. Uh, but no, I didn't know it started with like a heist. <laughs> Hi, I'm Troy McClure. No, it's not a heist. It's just like they're common thieves. What are I they stealing say. Turbo Men? You've been had by the best. They are so confused. That guy looks familiar. He's not on Westworld or something, is he? I have no idea. Maybe. You watch Westworld? I do. My sister just went to a Westworld party at South by Southwest. Oh. I saw, she got on a um, bus and they shuttled her 30 minutes off site, and there was like this whole like recreation of the town. Yeah, Greg posted some stuff on his Twitter about that um, that we had on for... Uh, Greg McLennan? Yeah. From the draft house? Uh, I think he heard something that was really funny. He's like, overheard at the Westward party, something like, um, this is fun, but like, I'm getting, I'm ready, I think I'm ready to go. And I, I don't know, someone mistook him for part of the attraction because of what he like replied. It was a pretty funny tweet, if you're into tweets. Um, I like tweets. Tweets are all right. The kids are all right. Oh, that movie's all right. It's got the rough in it. Is that, uh... Who are the two women in that? It is... Annette Benning From The Contender. Oh, yeah. Yeah? Is she in The Contender? No, who is it? No, that's Joan Allen. Joan Allen. Um, and then the other one is from... Julianne Moore? Yeah. yeah. Julianne Moore. Ginger, Julianne... They're robbing Moore. a bank! They're robbing a bank! It's not the diamonds. It's around the corner. Do we see any red sports cars? Not yet. You know what I'm saying? Twin Peaks connection. Audrey handcuffs herself to a giant safe, giant vault. They broke into a vault. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... <laughs> hey, man, that one's open to interpretation. Cage is running. Cage works out. Oh, that's different. He's not working out. Eh, sort of. It's I mean, not, it's, 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 it doesn't work out. It's a workout. It's different than working out. Fine. He's at work. Fine. And he's outside. Fine. <laughs> Why couldn't one of these car cops be driving like a real cool cop car like a sports? He gets car? caught, right? They catch Cage. Yeah, but he goes to that like warehouse outside. Oh, and I can't he believe he hides him. the money. Mm-hmm. This opening is way longer than I remember. Now, why did they have to do that again? Because the doors were locked. I think. Unclear. That's a nice bank. Wow. This, this is, is like a... Dark Knight. Nice. Yeah. Bank. You know what? You have any idea who you're stealing from? Oh, I remember this now. He shoots in the leg because he kills the guy. Yep. <laughs> People say that no homicide. Cage does. It's such a great line, though. It's like instead of just no killing. No homicides. No homicides. You already committed Grand Theft Auto, breaking an entry, you know, yeah, grand but larceny, but no homicide. Well, that's, that's different, because that can, that can cover, you know, first-degree homicide. No, yeah, you go, to li- you go to jail for life. life, yeah. 
Ah, my beautiful leg. We were best friends up until this point. Things are all going to go downhill here. You better never have a kid. Oh, wait, too late. We know he has a kid. I know. (laughs) It better never grow up, though. Wait. Ah, 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 ah. Is he trying to say the cop shot him? We might have missed a cage grunt, I wonder. Like he might oh, have been... we t- he totally grunted, I'm right. sure of it. I'm gonna lugging him to the car. I just need a maniacal laugh and I'm good. I just need a red sports car. Singing in a bad accent I would win. Montage on the beach I'd win. Don't think that's gonna happen. Mark Valley as Fletcher. Okay, Mark Valley. What else have you been in? Go to cageclub.me, grab a cage club bingo card. Play along with us, play along by yourself. Oh, you know. he was the human target. Okay, I remember him now. That was a that was a pretty good show based on a pretty good comic. Cage throwing bags of money at cops. Why not? Uh, if you have Cage stands something weird, he just ran on top of the cop car. So that's I would count that for that. <laughs> Loving the music. New Orleans police. Steal that cop car cage. Look, I mean, this is like straight up gone in 60 seconds style cage. Like, this is him driving like a champion. Okay, so now there's a lot of cars. It looks very populated. But on the block they were filming, I mean, I know it's 4 a.m. Well, but also it's New Orleans. That's the other thing. I think we talked about that maybe when we recorded the episode. Is like, in the beginning, when the guy is peeing, like, the, the cops might be clearing the streets because, like, it's an active investigation, but, like, there is literally no one <laughs> on what appears to be, like, a very main drag in New Orleans. And here, it's literally only cop cars. Like, I don't know if that's for budgetary reasons, probably. I don't know if that's <laughs> intentional. I don't know if that's what New Orleans actually looks like at 4 a.m., I don't know. I always kind of look thought of it as bu- like a... Look at that buster. can't even drift up a... <laughs> Not the DK. Once a buster, that much. always a buster. Um, yeah, I just figured New Orleans is a real lively city, Absolutely. like at all times of the night, and yeah. Especially... No, actually, we're going to jump in time. I was going to say, because we're especially close to Mardi Gras, but we're not. We're just going to jump in time later. So. Oh, right, yeah. This this heist isn't... This might not be taking place on Mardi Gras as far as the heist cops running into each other. This is one of the better cage. parking lot sort of chase downs. Did you watch uh, that movie the... It's the Netflix movie. I watched that Fantastic Fest last year. Frank Grillo. Oh, with the driver guy? Yeah. yeah. I have not seen it yet. It's not great, but there's like a pretty okay... I'm very weary now of Netflix movie feature films as you should be but I mean Gerald's Game was also original no I know no I'm not saying that it's impossible to have a good one hey Annihilation was released on Netflix in Europe so like clearly they get great movies from time to time but you know overall I don't have much faith well because that's the other thing because there's the difference between production and distribution you know yes, what I mean? like, yes yes because they had nothing to do with Cloverfield they just no, bought it right yes they just chose to distribute a shitty movie as opposed to like make it from the ground up right but I still do think that we talked about like on that, that and same with Mute we should say like they didn't produce that they just distributed the thing with Anil- or, I mean the thing with Cloverfield Paradox is that what we essentially talked about on that non-episode <laughs> conversation we had right before that episode of Cinemakers yeah. is like it genuinely doesn't matter 
whether Netflix stuff is good or not. If they if what they do and the waves they make and the movies that they acquire get enough people to join their service, they come out ahead. Yeah, they just have to but the thing is they have to keep them there. Like I can understand like every month getting new subscribers, but holding on to those subscribers is the key issue is like you have to maintain a certain amount of quality content. But I still think that like there is such a quantity of things. Oh, available. it's it's more. Th- it, I mean, look, the the, the people, good people far outweighs the bad. People for Netflix. are ne- like, I, like they, Netflix historically does not release their numbers. The good outweigh the bad, but I'm just saying its reputation is not. I mean, it's just taking a few hits this year, pretty pretty hard. But that's also coming from you, who like watches a lot of things. Like there's a, there's a whole that too. world yeah, of I mean, I'm casual a whole other observers, viewer. right? Who just like who right? Who loved know, Cloverfield? Well, no, for not, what not, it not was. saying that. Like they just like. To watch TV means to watch Netflix. Like you know, they just like they Netflix at night. Yeah, like it's it's know, their it's, network, right? Yeah, I hear that. Yeah, that's just yeah, and that's how people are being raised too. Same with Amazon and stuff. Like every every streaming app is a is a uh, network now. Yep. It's just raised on a different model. Where is the money? Cage hit it. It's got to be in here somewhere. What they don't even. They don't even, like, investigate where the money is? We jump eight years later. Everyone looks exactly the same except for Blondie. Blondie? Oh, yeah. And also the daughter. Oh, we, we didn't see her. Right. But yes. Bum, 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 I hope he gets picked up in a red sports wait, car. Wait, did he go to Texas prison? Why is that... Was he... Why was the state of Texas on the jail there? Did you see that? Yeah, I mean, New Orleans and Texas do, uh, or I mean, not New Orleans, I mean, Louisiana and Texas do butt up against each other, so there's, it's possible that, like, he was arrested on one, I don't, I honestly don't know, maybe they were, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> they only have permission to film at the Texas I mean, this person. bus, this bus is a Texas bus, too, so it's not an accident, it is intentional. What? what is that about? It doesn't make sense, but it's intentional. It's not a bunny, but that is a funny stuffed animal he's holding. I think the only... That's such a terrible one. I hope line. you got raped every day. Dude. I know it's not a bunny, but it's weird that only two movies I believe that Cage ever has a stuffed animal are both Simon West movies. Like, what oh, are yeah, it's a Simon West thing. It's definitely a director thing. Because, dude... Look at it. It's <laughs> it's prominently in the shot. It's such an out of place prop. Like it, it's it's so in your face. Oh, there's the inside of the killer cab. Yeah, he must have gotten like extradited to Texas or something, or like maybe. Mm. Oh, maybe is I don't know. I, this is a dumb. This is dumb. But if he was bored, if he lived there, and he just committed the no. crime in Louisiana, I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. Because New Orleans and Texas are not close. Louisiana and Texas are up against each other. New Orleans is, like, way deep down in Louisiana. Like, hours and hours from Texas. So, it's not like it's on the border where... Right. I, don't, I don't know. I don't get it. Oh, I like it even more now. Because of this... And look at this guy's hat. What the hell? Eight years and that's all you've got? Pretty solid. <laughs> pretty, pretty I love solid. how they're also... They're still partners after eight years. Like, they've, they're not giving this up until Cage gets out and they find that money. I mean, like, it's their great white whale. It's, that's what they were looking for. It's what they tried that's to true. get. It's 
Yeah. What he, is that? He is their Moby Dick. Is it this movie? Or is it... What movie is it where the, at the end Cage like throws that thing into the water? You know what I'm talking about? Oh, the, this ends in the water. With the blade leg and everything and... No, 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 no. This is in the car one. and well, she's like a, it's in like the a truck happy... and then it catches on fire. No, no, no. This is like a happy uh, ending. No, oh, yeah. And then they have like a picnic. Is that this movie? I believe, and they have the gold, the gold bar. That's what it is. That's this movie. Okay, to the very, very end, because <laughs> yeah. they're watching him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this movie ends in a very different place than you would imagine. <laughs> when the movie starts, there we go. Some classic Nolans. Oh, I thought those red sports cars just the yellow taxi cab. Unfortunately, I wonder if we see Sonny walking down the street or ask Yellow. I don't know if he goes out during the day. <laughs> I don't know if he goes out. I don't know that he goes out at all. Go check out Sonny, the only movie that Cage ever directed, 2002, mm-hmm. starring James Franco, which Tommy Wiseau, yes. director, writer, star, producer <laughs> of The Room, loved so much that he's like, James Franco can play me in a movie, which is... Amazing. I I couldn't believe my ears when I was watching. I don't remember who I was. I, I don't know if it was Kimmel or Colbert or whoever, but Franco and Wiseau were both on, and uh, someone asked him what his favorite film was, and he just goes, "Sunny, I love Sunny." And Franco goes, "Ah, oh, he likes this movie I did with Nick Cage <laughs> in New Orleans, yeah." And yep. uh, and that, now I get it, though, but New Orleans, because that's where Tommy's from. That's where that accent is. So of course. He loves New Orleans yeah. movies, and Sonny is so New Orleans, so. <laughs> yeah. Franco is so good in that, too. Do you think she, she looks like a young Angelina Jolie? I don't know. I, I, I think she's got the look, like the, the very full lips, the, the pixie haircut, the white sort of skin. Like To me, she looks like a, a young Angelina Jolie. But that's, that's, just, that's just me. That's just wistful things. Maybe a young Angelina Jolie from Hackers. Like, that's where I'm getting, like, most of her style Maybe. from. <clears throat> it's, like, a nice gesture. Like, I get that this shows that he's out of touch and doesn't know how to com- connect with her, but, like, it's still a nice gesture, I think. But he should have given her a book because he used to read to her at night. So, if, well, like, he showed up with a book or something, then it might have been a little I mean, more... he just got what he could get at that stand. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like he stopped somewhere. He got Maybe off the bus, if he had just stopped somewhere. Yes, <laughs> you'd think it'd be easier to find like a bookstore than like a novelty stuffed animal stand. Well, this is just at, like the newspaper stand on the side of the road. How many newspaper stands? I mean, I, all the ones I ever go to. Every have, one in have, New Orleans. Huge stuffed animals hanging off the side. Every of them. single one in New Orleans sells stuffed animals, especially on Fat Tuesday. Of course. I almost want to see how many hats are in this movie because the guy behind him oh, is wearing a weird hat. Again, more we handwriting. said more handwriting. We, wow. we rarely see it. We saw him write in Red Rock. That looks similar enough. That's probably his handwriting. Again, I want a Cage Club font. I want a Nicholas Cage handwriting font. You know, you should just, if we ever get in touch with him, just give him a piece of paper and just ask him to write, you know, A, B, C, D, E, F, G. H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, Z. So then we would have samples. Capital and lowercase for each. Plus also every special character, plus also Numbers. every number. Mm-hmm. Uh, Greek Greek symbols, we'll do those two. <laughs> I don't know how to do that. 
Well, there's only like a few of them. There's like the Alpha, Sigma, Omega, Epsilon. Like I think there's like 20. I think there's like 20 letters in the Greek alphabet. Yeah. Oh, where would she get abandonment issues? Go figure. Uh-oh. Oh, she's hailing Death Cab for Cutie. 5K20. That's a Death Cab for Cutie. Isn't that a band? It is a band. Now it's a thing in this movie. Because she's the little cutie that's getting in the Death Cab. Kind of like her Hawaiian shirt skirt. Did you notice that? Nope. Not yet. Oh, I can't Ah, see it. There there you go. That is nice. Yeah. A Hawaiian skirt? Hawaiian skirt. There we go. Medallion. Hawaii, uh, Cage has been before. Honeymoon in Vegas. Hawaii, not a too common no. location, but he's been there. But you were right, Honeymoon in Vegas. Probably again, maybe another time. Who knows? Hope he gets there. Get back there. If they no, do, like, Hawaii five zero, he could be on that. Malin, dark hair. Looks maybe younger than she did eight years ago. <laughs> Oh, uh, checking out her ass again over at sexism. She's just now writing Happy Mardi Gras up on that board. You don't think she'd do that the first thing in the oh, whatever? It Maybe she just got there. You think she just got there? Riley I she knew what time it was. Whoa, her, his name's Riley. Her name's Riley. Oh, her name's Riley. You know, what if what if National Treasure was Cage Mullen? Oh man, and Diane Kruger. Be more well balanced, I think. <laughs> Here we go. She's like 25 years younger than Cage, but like they're still in the same crew and they came up together. I wonder what she... I mean, she's probably in real life 8 or 10 years younger than him. Because if he's born in 64, I'm guessing she's 72, 74. Why don't I just check it out? I'm going to guess August 1st, 74. August 1st? Yeah, why not? Uh, Okay. August 1st, 74, or October 11th, 72. May 12th, 78. Damn. So she's a year older than me. So she's 14 years younger than Cage. Oof. Wow. But yeah. they're not romantic in this, really. They're more just like good friends, right? I mean, even at the end, I don't get the sense that they're going to... Give Cage drinks? That they're going to um, compromise or anything. I don't even get the sense that they ever did, just that they're friends or something. No, but we still crossed off an attractive woman finds Cage irresistible. Oh, because yeah. Because she's just smitten by him. And she's gorgeous. Like her? I don't know. I think, like, her? What's, um, who's the one? Oh, man, I'm doing so bad with names today, but, um. Just be like Joe, too. The guy from who? She reminds me of, but it's such a bad, like, okay, the show, she was on the show Vinyl. She was the, oh, my God. There's so many better examples of her. Married to Jason Sudeikis. Oh, Olivia Wilde. Olivia Wilde. She's like, for me, like, the most beautiful girl in the world. But wow. Like, yeah, for me, like, that's my type, like, 120%. And I get a lot of that from Malin Ackman, sort of like the blonde version of her in a lot of ways. I don't know. I'm very attracted to Malin Ackerman. Um, she was on the show for a couple episodes called Welcome to Sweden, which Amy oh, Fuller created yeah. and wrote. I saw a couple episodes based on her brother's real life, you know, experience about marrying a Swedish girl and moving to Sweden without really speaking the language. Yeah, 
Yeah, Sweden's got two main exports, Ikea and Mollinac. <laughs> and Swedish fish. Of course, three. So I'm surprised this guy didn't try and like disguise his voice, even though Kate's just like, I don't, I don't, who are you? <laughs> What is his name? Like, it's it's Will Montgomery. Why is he called him Gum? Montgomery. Gum. Gum. I know, it's terrible. But I even, been... like, said the name in my head, and I was like, <laughs> I don't get it. It would have been better if he had, like, one of those voice boxes, you know, that he was, like, so fucked up and everything that he had to talk. Like that. Like, I don't know what they call But, like, those. The, the movie isn't trying to obscure who he is, you know what I mean? Like, he's... Not exactly, Oof, no. He just looks gross. Yeah, I know. He is so greasy now. That is a visible tattoo, but not for Cage. Not a Cage visible tattoo. I like how Cage oh, is Cage like... Oh, Cage drinks uh, alcohol. We did, oh, we did okay. get that. I'm I, I, I like how he's like, uh, he's about to be like, so where are you? Like, let's hang out. I got the money. And like, this guy's blowing it before he gets a chance. Yep. You know, he's... He's like, you left me. I hate you, you cocksucker. Fuck you, Cage. And Cage is about to be like... Dude, where you been? I got the money. Is this overreaction? Is him? Cumulative overreaction. <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say unless you've been shot in the leg and fucked out of, like, all that money for eight, eight years. years and then had to drive a cab. Well, not that the driving the cab is the bad thing, but, like, whatever else he did to himself. See, he's now, having a great day at work. The daughter's still in the back seat, I guess so, right? Yeah. yeah. She's talking right now, which is a great reveal. <laughs> I'm a cab driver now. She kind of looks more like a young Anne Hathaway to me than she does a young yeah. Lee. A little bit. You know what it is? I think it's like the sort of like the the chubby cheeky kind of thing. Like I remember Angelina Jolie had like those chipmunk cheeks and well, whatever. I see Hathaway too. I see with the it's the hair. The Hathaway rocked that hair for a long time. Is this girl? I don't look up the girl. Does she do go on and do anything else? Not that I that I could see. I looked her up very briefly. Stolen. Sammy Gale, Allison Loeb, still rocking the same haircut. Oh, she's in 162 episodes of Blue Bloods. Oh, wow, okay. She, she got work. Which is... Oh, someone made a threat when Cage said, if you touch a hair on her, I'll come up there and kick your ass. Yeah, she's, seen, she's been in every episode but nine of Blue Bloods. She was in Vampire Academy. Oh. She had a small part in Noah. She was in the Congress, which is great. Yeah, like that's the thing. Like you know, there's there's obviously working actors, but then there's also actors who go on to have like like she's set for life because of Blue Bloods now. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But like I don't watch that show, so I don't know. Right, right. But there's this blade leg. Oh god, I couldn't believe it. Look at that. <laughs> like, how could you afford that leg, dude? He should have a peg leg or something, or like a crappy plastic one. Those blade legs are like super legit. You know, they're for athletes and stuff. And Oscar Pistorius, who killed his wife or well, girlfriend. He, he was an athlete. I know. Yeah. But like now he's a murderer. No, yeah. That trumps anything else that he'll ever do in his life. Do you think he's guilty? No, I'm just kidding. I'm yeah, not getting 100%. into this. No. 
<laughs> oh no, I mean there's no there's really no question. As far as I could tell. It's like uh <laughs> it's amazing. What was that moment? These guys are so Look aggressive. at them, they're just beating the shit out of them. They are cops. He gets pushed out of the way and then he just like goes and hugs the cop and then the guy like forcefully puts, you know, beads around his neck. One gets thrown into the car, and then one gets punched in the face, so... Hey, man. She doesn't have, like, extreme allergies or anything like that, right? What movie was from, uh... That was that, ther- that Charlize movie we watched. Trapped. Where her daughter... What did she have? Uh, diabetes? Was it extreme diabetes or something? Or No. Asthma. Extreme asthma. asthma but it was, like, killer asthma. It was supposed to be diabetes, but that was in Panic Room. But because Panic Room had already come out, they changed it to diabetes. Or they changed it to asthma, I mean. Oh, boy. Kids in movies, never usually good. So I just got a text from my sister saying that my niece and nephew want to go to Toys R Us tonight because they think it's going to be closed by next week. Because Toys R Us is closing all their brick and mortar stores in America. Is that official? I thought, last I heard that they were see it, they were thinking about it. It's looking to be pretty official. If not, the word has spread really quickly, and <laughs> people think that Toys R Us is closing next week. <laughs> my uh, my Walmart closed. Oh, really? I don't know. There's no WalMarts near me. We have a Target pretty close. What sucks is that the Walmart came in, and uh, I mean it's part of my parents' house. Um, but it uh, it came in and it basically chased out all the mom and pop shops that like sold the same kind of stuff, and then it was open for about a decade. And now I think because I just think because the town they live in is really difficult to negotiate with, they just closed up shop, and so now there's like nowhere to buy anything. Like you have to, you have to go online to buy stuff, or you have to drive like twenty minutes. Mm. It's terrible. That sucks. Thinks a lot Walmart. You just get a lot of money for phone. He's running a lot. Still not considering this necessarily a workout. No, nope, but as long as he's running. What, you're crossing off running or working out? Running. Cage starts running. Yep. Going full coloring on this I'm one. I'm going huh? nuts. Yeah. No, no, I've decided, like, at what point I'm going full square color. You're going to owe me, like, 11 cents for that Sharpie. It was already kind of. Uh, I know it wasn't. It, it was. It was already running dried low. out. But the fact that you're able to get that much out of it is surprising. <laughs> I don't know why he decorated the back. Like, yeah, that's weird. Just that's his weirdness, right? For comfort, I don't know. But for comfort, well, he like he sprayed everything down. Like added like a padded layer. Oh, I guess that was for soundproof. Yeah, and then he laid this down. But why did he put the stars in there? Freak her out, maybe. That's what I think. Just to disorient her. Who can never be sure? Look out that back. See a red sports car. <laughs> Give me that win. Uh, bumper to bumper. There's so many cars and none of them are red. That's a kind of interesting shot of four buildings, none of which they're in. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably in that one. 
No, there's no way there's... Oh, look, that's an actual FBI field office of New Orleans. You think it's the actual field office? Uh, Maybe. maybe. Possible. What if um, Richard Jeffries walked in the door and then vanished? Whoa, and then became a tea kettle? (laughs) So I read something where... um, Lynch said he didn't want he didn't he wasn't he didn't mean for him to look like a tea kettle he was just supposed to be in a machine. Was this a flashback? It is a flashback, although it's not really a true flashback. I'm still gonna give it to you because he's this is what he's saying happened, but he didn't actually. Oh, that's okay. It doesn't have to be what actually happened, as long as it took place previously, even if it didn't actually take place that way. kind of interesting how he goes to this guy who's been hunting him for help and he's like I'll do whatever you want you know you've been you've been chasing me just help me get my daughter and you win and the guy's like you know what no I won't help you yeah doesn't make a ton of sense but at the same time why would he help Cage who's been a criminal who he's been trying to pursue because Cage is like I will give myself up right didn't he say that after Uh, yeah I guess but also I mean maybe he doesn't trust Cage I could see Maybe that. Maybe that's the problem. It looks like he's been screwed over a lot. <laughs> and then he's got to deal with that guy. Well, let's give a swiper on the... Oh, he's got like an ID scanner, I guess, or something? Or Maybe that's a cop thing where like you could swipe a card and get... Like, unlock something. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe it's just like a, a security thing. Like, you have to swipe the card to access the computer or something. I think that's probably more what it is. Because how often is this FBI guy going to have somebody's ID in his hand? Yeah. Especially the guy who's out, like, they're, he's out there. They're trying to find. It's probably just an access thing. It's still strange. Like, why include that in the movie? Who knows? Unless it was really the field office, and that's what their computers are like. I'm imagining if the FBI is letting them film in their office, they're not letting them use an actual FBI computer. (laughs) I mean, maybe. But at the same time, probably not. card key for the elevator. Everything in this office has a card key for it. Ooh, it's about to be a Captain America scene. Oh. Everyone piling into the same elevator. Cage warming up a little bit, cracking the neck. There he goes. Oh, he didn't ask if anyone wanted to get off first. Now he's at the FBI badge. Setting them up to the 17th floor. There seems to be a lot of floors in that building. Well, that's what I'm saying, because it's the, it's the high-rise. Like, that's the building that they're in, you know what I mean? Alright. They're not just showing four random-ass buildings. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, Going back to when I made my student film, I, I showed the exterior of one building and shot in, in, in the in, interior of a different Movie building. Movie magic. I feel like I'm struggling with this bingo card. I am not going to get a lot of these. I got to hope for singing and a bad accent or a red sports car. Or a workout and an overreaction. I feel like we've probably been close on overreaction. This reminds me a little of Seeking Justice, where he kind of just acts like he belongs somewhere and gains, yeah, and he like gains access just by you know being so casual. I can feel it. 
it'd be amazing if this was an actual FBI computer and they're showing like real like information without realizing it, you know, like in between screens. And they're like, oh, Simon West, you're supposed to edit all that out. Like, well, I mean, nobody really told me. <laughs> I'm not supposed to know. Hello! <laughs> Very nice. There's Swamp Thing. Crap. I remember watching this for the first time alone when all, when the music would kick in. I, I just literally started laughing out loud as hard as I could because it just... It's just amazing. This <laughs> is music. Not only is Cage acting like he fits in, but he knows exactly where to go and how yeah, to Yeah, like he's been there a lot. You wouldn't want to just maybe hold on to that. Ooh, nice Hulk float. Shout out Mark Ruffle. There's a red car, not a sports car. Uh, what is those yellow glasses? I don't remember those. Yellow glasses, yellow cab. Any significance to the cab number 5K20? 5,020? Uh, probably not. 5 kilo 20. 5 cage 20? <laughs> Again, I, I don't know if that's intentional or if that's just the cab they used. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, yeah. Again, unclear. Oh, that's uncalled for. Well, he's just a piece of shit. I guess Again, that is called for to, but to, yeah, really express who he is. There's <laughs> no way that that guy heard him. That's just like a coincidence. Oh, terrible accent. Is this an Australian guy? Yeah, I'm going to cross off bad accent. So like, I need oh, mate, singing. I've got the ship. We're getting out of here. You want to come? Who <laughs> are you? You, you new Doug? <laughs> another day, another Doug. You need a singing or a red sports car? If he laughs maniacally, I win. Cage or anybody? Cage. Cage. <laughs> yeah, get the Bobby ready with some shrimp. Foster. One of them is Preggers, eh? I've got to get, get off, off the, the blow. blow. Chuck a wobbly. Oh, I love it. <laughs> this is kind of amazing. <laughs> yeah, as Bandicoot as a burnt ridge. I don't know about these chicks. They're quite different in New Orleans, aren't they? <laughs> She's literally making. She's penetrating the back seat, and yet... Just about barely touching that guy. Now's where she should yell through the hole, though. You would think that would make sense. However, I think she's probably trying to alert him without alerting the driver, but, like, oh. if you got touched, you would be like, what the fuck is... What, like, what do you have in your trunk? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, there's know. no way you could alert him without alerting the driver. He'd be like, there's a hand coming out, mate. He's like... What's in your trunk, bloke? Unless she passes, like, a note through where it's just like, uh, I'm in the trunk, don't say anything, I need help. You know? I'm, wonder, I'm wondering how they did the blade leg effect. Do you think he was wearing a big green sock and they actually had digital artists come in and put the blade on? That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe. 
It just doesn't seem like the type of movie that could do that. Like, that would have that budget or the means. But they're like, ILM, we've got this job for you. It's at the highest priority. <laughs> we need... There's only one effect in the entire movie, but we need you to, to CGI this blade leg onto our guy. <laughs> Straight to VOD. Normally, just about the same level of quality that you're used to doing. Well, I mean, you know, it looks as good as Bucky's arm, so that's why I was sort of like... How do they get that effect to work? We'll have to look in the closing credits for, uh, you know, Visual Effects mm. Studio or whatever, if we remember. We're already halfway through this movie. All right. <laughs> I think mentally I'm not going to have a fourth one in me. That's, fi- that's fine. I, I'm not sure I'm going to... Especially if it's going to be Pay the Ghost. Oh. I don't think we're going to be paying a ghost tonight. <laughs> but that's fine. Oh... The cutest dogs. I love dogs, man. Swamp thing. So cruel to dogs. And therefore I hate him as a person. That's an overreaction. Yeah. You so I either be... need Cage to work out, a red sports car, or someone to sing. One of three things happens and I win. Drop the bag. And the other Simon West film, he said, didn't he say drop the drop. bunny? No, put, put the, the bunny, bunny in the bag. In the okay, back in the box. Okay, so never mind. Put the bunny back in the box. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good Cameron Poe. Was it? I thought so. Yeah. All right. You got you got you got like that mute because he's like muted and like drawly. Yeah. All right. What was his? Wife? I forget his wife's name. Was it? Pris- it wasn't Priscilla, right? Was I don't remember. Anyway, but wait, uh, when he's in prison, he's like, "Do Priscilla or whatever." Dad is coming home. (laughs) Is he writing letters to his wife or to his kid? I think to both. I think it's mostly to his kid. Yeah, because the daughter's writing back like, Daddy, today I, some boy at school called me a bad name, but I said, I don't care because you're nothing. You know, and then he's like, that's very good, child. It's that whole opening sequence. child. (laughs) Dad'll be home real soon. It's a cool camera shot, but I mean, it's, you know. He's threatening people left and right, dude. I like that moment in Lost where Michael's in Manhattan and runs into him and takes him to his apartment. He's got, like, a really nice place, and he's, like, well off, and it's like, what, you didn't think I only lived on the island, did you? (laughs) He's like, I can leave. I was like, oh, that's really interesting. The will broke... the, The leg broke his spirit will... The leg broke it. He blames it on you, gum. He blames the numb on gum. Sure. Why not? Hey, you should look out that window and just check out that red sports <laughs> car passing you by. Nope. Oh, good move. Damn. Nice little fight. It's kind of like a Blade Runner fight where, like, the bigger guy's going to lose to the smaller guy. I was also thinking it's like a looking glass fight where it's, uh... Oh, in the eye. Oh, uh... What movie was it where the guy... What movie we just watched where the guy got his eyes gouged out? Yeah. We've, I was watched a, too much. You're right. It was... was that? Uh, a... Oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm checking my Instagram. Oh, damn it. 
not firing on all cylinders right now. No. Um, Man, was it trapped? It had to be way back. Oh, boy. Was it mute? Was we watching mute? Oh, happened in that boy. bad movie? God's Pocket? Yeah, it was God's Pocket. Okay. Because remember they send oh, the... Oh, yeah, yeah, that the guy, guy... The big guy just... Yeah, the spaghetti face. Yep. Right, and that guy just fucks him up. Dude, that was a... You want to know how far back God's Pocket was? February 18. It was like three weeks ago? All right. And then Looking Glass was three movies after for me. So Looking Glass was February 21st. Florida Project was so good. Oh, I saw Death of Stalin. Um, I totally recommend that movie. You know, uh, I got this... I got, like, a real sort of, like, end-of-the-world vibe from it after Stalin dies, almost as if, like, it felt like nukes were launching to a degree. It felt like one of those types of movies. Yeah. Uh, Like, on the brink. I really liked that. That was the secret screening at Fantastic Fest, and they had Armando Iannucci there. Oh, cool. Which was cool. I don't think there's a single Russian playing a Russian in that entire movie. <laughs> I think they're all American and British guys. Yep. Which took me a minute to realize, and then once I saw, saw Steve Buscemi, I was like, okay, that's what they're doing. I'm what down. I really liked was when they when they do a secret screening at Fantastic Fest, they don't tell you what it is, they just like let it play. And when I realized, I think I realized what it was more like earlier than most people. And so like early on, like, if you don't know what you're watching, and you don't yeah. know that it's an Armando Iannucci film... You're like, this all seems funny, but like, I don't think I should be laughing. Oh, it starts and ends very dark. But like, I think. but it's supposed yeah. to be, like, it's, it's funny. Like, but it's the middle to... is like a riot. Yeah, the middle is insane. Um, no, it's, it's it's total satire. Yeah, and the fear that those guys like were under. Um, and the, like the very last shot of the movie is really great. Um, Setting up uh, Stalin and everything. I mean, setting up. Um, um, damn it! Um, ugh. Uh, oh, the, the general. No. Um, uh, Lenin. Oh yeah. Lenin, yeah, yeah. Setting up like at the very end of that movie, right? Yeah, I haven't seen that movie in six months. So oh, sorry. I've seen a lot of movies between then and now. No, I mean, like, I've, I've seen a lot since I've seen that movie, and that was just, like, last month. Let's see, whatever. I've seen... Let's see, Death of Stalin. Since then... Uh, Naked Lunch, which I loved. Um, Rafifi, which is a pretty good French heist film. Waking Up in Reno, Thor Ragnarok, Godzilla vs. Hedorah, Patterson, Godzilla vs. Gigan, Akira, and Star Trek The Motion Picture. And then today's Cage movies. And then today's Cage films. <laughs> yeah, well, dude, you live and work in New Orleans. You should expect a certain level of, like, drunkenness and, you know, inconvenience on Mardi Gras. No, no, no. He's saying that, like, he can't believe that on Mardi Gras, this cop is wasting his time pulling this guy over for a broken taillight and not, like, taking care of bigger business. Uh, I gotcha. That's his point. He's I thought just, he was saying, like, I hate this place, man. Like, I don't know no, why. No, no, no. He's just saying, like, because he's trying not to get the cop to check out the trunk. Yeah. But now... Because <laughs> this is so crazy. 
Because he had tremendous vanity. This cop just signed his death warrant. This cop's life is about to be stolen. Has anyone said stolen in the movie? I don't like, think so. That is insane. Like, that the guy didn't even go, you've stolen all this money. Do you want to give a shout-out to former Cage Club guest, Austin Wolf Southern, whose letterbox review of this is yet another documentary that proves how Nicolas Cage has stolen my heart. <laughs> Which is a great review. And a great joke. Yeah, and check out his comedy, too. I like it. Uh, so far, I've only heard his purge humor, but I like it. <laughs> how to purge at home. I feel like we were talking about when we were watching that clip that I feel like there's a lot of people who joke about the purge as a concept. Like Scott Arkerman talks about the purge a lot on comedy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But they don't like make jokes about the concept. They just right. use the purge as a joke. Yeah, like filing your taxes on purge night so that you could claim all the dependents and stuff. Like that's a that's really good joke. <laughs> yeah, all the other things. It's not just murder, guys. There's tons of crimes you could be committing on purge night. This summer they're gonna have the first purge. Which is based on Trump I liked the last one That I think the last one was the first one That really felt to me truly like What I wanted from a Purge movie Which is like mayhem in the streets Well it's rare that Franchises get better as they go on yes. But like Fast and Furious did For the most part I mean, two's not. And it's the third one where it kind of shifts into gear And yeah and, and uh, the Purge Two was better than one And three was I think really good Yeah I never saw one but I saw two and three. Oh no, I saw one and three. One was Ethan Hawke in the house. Yep. Yeah, that played to me more just like a straight. It could have just been an uh, invasion, home invasion movie, which is what kind of bugged me about it. I wanted to be out there in the world of the Purge, like that Rick and Morty episode where they go to like the Purge world and then and then they go to another planet and accidentally like introduce the Purge to it as part of their society. So. They do really good. Uh, Dan Harmon does a really good riff on the purge on Rick and Morty. I like that. I mean, it's it's not really harped on here, but Cage doesn't know what GPS is because between 2004 and 2012, mm-hmm. he's been in prison. He's been in prison. He didn't know what GPS was. So, like, it's a it's a minor thing. It's a little thing. I actually wish there were maybe a couple more things like that, like him being out of touch. Oh, that guy has the... He is the... Like, I love this guy. The, this guy, the dispatcher, he's got the greatest accent, but should not be a, a cab dispatcher because you really can't understand what he's saying unless you're, like, born and raised in Nolens. But I think that's mostly... I mean, I, I guess I was going to say that mostly cab drivers are, but probably not. They're probably... Mostly immigrants from other places who just, you know, are are working the cabs and deciphering this deep, deep moral and straw <laughs> is not the easiest thing in the world. He's literally like, hold on, don't. He's also using the the cab dispatch line as like open mic ceremony, where he's just like, you know, I got a question for you. He's like, nine inches and can reload after fourteen minutes in a tickle. Like, no, I'm not talking about your dick here. I'm talking about like, I have a guy with a gun in my face. Can you please stop fucking around for literally one minute? Help me out here. Cage has he's driving with one arm and he's got the cab driver at gunpoint and is driving awesome with one arm. Well, we saw him do that one eight before. Like he's a good driver, I guess. There's just something really funny about all that. Burgundy. 
what does what does he say in um, in uh, Seeking Justice? He's like, we're from Nolings. Who dat? Right? Is that it? Yes. Who dat? Because <laughs> who dat is the Saints thing, and who day is the Bengals thing. I guess it's just our New Orleans thing, oh, and the Cincinnati thing. Okay. I didn't even know about the Cincinnati thing side of it. Are they rivals? I don't think so. You just turn white on me all of a sudden. <laughs> who that is? There it is. Who that is? <laughs> One what could is... say, yeah, you could say that he's driving worse now that he has. That is, yeah, like he's like, like why is the car seems a little like it's on edge, like slanted too? Is that just the camera? <laughs> yeah, go back to the one-handed speed racer stuff. There's kicks in the music. You know what? Um, when we watched this for the first time, too, uh, I didn't realize how diverse the neighborhoods of New Orleans were. Like, the different wards and stuff. Oh, like, yeah, everything yeah, looked yeah. very different. You know, like, one... You could turn a street and get sort of, like, those traditional-looking cities and turn a street and get, like, a, you know, a neighborhood like you see in my block, like, uh, the suburbs So or you've something. never been to New Orleans? No. And then another block is, like, straight up looks like New York or something. Yeah, I've never been. I really want to go. Do it. That's great. I had a friend. I don't know if he still lives down there or not. I'm not sure, but I stayed with him for a couple of nights, and he went on my road trip with me, and he did like the the most like the first half of my trip. Oh. We were there for two nights. We saw you know music, got good food. I'm gonna go see Cage's mausoleum or his grave or whatever. Chris and his girlfriend did that. Yep. God damn it. Where's a red sports car? <laughs> Dude, every car except for red has driven across the screen. Well, there was one red car, but it wasn't a sports car. There's no sports cars, period. There's an Arby's I just saw. At <laughs> like the restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Now he's looking for 5K20. Yeah. 4K56. There it is. But I wish there was what? a scene of it's him not on, the right one. on the float. That would be cool if he got like on the float and someone handed him a bunch of beads. You know, we, we've seen in the uh, you know this is not the first movie, first cage movie with the parade. Also, uh, one in the Weatherman. You know, when he's oh yeah, Thanksgiving Day. In that. Oh, that's so weird. So remember, I was telling you earlier that Tyler Wade may have broken his wrist. Yep. Uh, my nephew actually saw him and got his autograph, so he's just texted me there you go. all of his. Yeah. You know, this is something I've seen in a bunch of movies, but I Have like you seen that, that they, in a bunch of movies. Well, no, but I like that they use you know ambient sound oh, yeah. to like ramp up like the the tense feeling that you're having. You yeah, I mean? like um, using the street the street music and stuff. Like, what's otherwise innocuous now that you know he's literally hunting for his daughter's life. Yeah, that's cool. I do like that. Where the that's the diegetic sound, right? Where it's like of the world. Yep. There it is. Whoa. Oh, okay. Violation of parole. Well, he what has a gun. Okay. Okay. All right. But, I mean, they sort of entrapped him, right? They're like, let's just arrest him, and just, I'm, I'm sure he broke his parole. <laughs> Yo, that's entreasement. He's about to uh, Carlo Gugino himself. In the oh, that's right. He, th- he breaks his own thumb to slip out of the... 
That's funny, Carlo. I don't think this is quite as extreme as that, as the flush glove hand, whatever you're gonna, whatever. I don't even know how to describe that. It's like her skin ah! is a glove. And... Uh, oh! Yes! Do you think you could do something like that if your life depended on it? No. I sometimes I think could. about that. I like, like, mentally, I think I could. Physically, I don't know if I could. I would. I think I'd have to give it a good try, you know. And then they'd be like, "What are you doing? You trying to escape?" And then they'd be. I'd be in more shit because I just have like a broken thumb, and then I'd be caught. <sighs> Hurts me just thinking about it. Yeah. Is that a That's red sports a nice, car? No, or is it just a, a red tractor. tractor. It is a nice little flip, though. I didn't think this movie would go there. We still have to melt all the gold out of the ceiling. I can't wait for that part. That's still... Oh, my God. <laughs> but remember, that's like the fastest heist in film history, so... Well, there's only half an hour left in this movie, and we well, still have the, the whole, heist, like, big action scene to go, so. The heist takes, like, literally two minutes. It's incredible. Well, as of the letterbox tagline says... Never steal from the world's greatest thief. <laughs> but wait. They didn't steal anything from Cage, and he's not... I'd like to wonder, do you know... Let's pretend this isn't... What do you mean that didn't steal from Cage? He stole his daughter! Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. What are you talking about? No, well, that implies... It implies money, though. Like, they stole his stuff. I've been doing a lot of New York Times crossword puzzles where, like, they imply one thing, but the answer's always something different, so, like... Okay, well, I... All right. There's implication, but there's also, like, the actual, like... I, I mean, play. it's more of a kidnap. I mean, people say that people get kidnapped, not stolen. <laughs> Basically, when they say stolen, I just think of a thing, you know, or like stuff, not a person. Well, taken is the same thing. Yeah, you, take, you can take a person, yeah. But they don't, I guess you steal people. But that also means you're going to, like, keep them forever. I don't know. No, that I just, don't think so. I, I agree. It just did it. It's not what popped into my mind was, like, they didn't steal his money or anything. Like, he's the thief. Like, but imagine if this if this took place in the world of oceans. Um, would he be on the crew? You think they'd, they'd crew him up? Cage? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> he'd go to New Orleans and Danny would be like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, hold on a second. And like, he's got to read his daughter when to he, bed at night. When Danny's then... talking to Rusty, he'd be like, we need we need one shrimp gumbo. <laughs> and that's code for just, you know, a New Orleans a Southern flair. I would have loved to have seen him on that crew. We still got time. You're he right. Might, he might be in Ocean's 8. Uncredited. I haven't seen the trailer. I won't know. I don't even know. I know Kate Blanchett's in it. I watched most of the trailer okay. because I know Sandy's in it. I know Ray Ray's in it. Uh, like I know who's in it, and I love the people in it. So, uh, but like uh, that's where I've been trying to go. I'm trying to do the the Joe trailer diet for 2018 and avoid as many as possible this year. So yeah, I don't remember why I watched as much as I did. I definitely didn't watch the whole thing, but I saw it in a theater. That's where it's hardest, man. I've noticed, I've tried I've like all these different things, but then the sound is so loud. Like I yeah, end I up always just looking back up at the end of the trailer. Just I just don't usually remember the sound. I think it was because it was more like the trailer was essentially this is our crew. So like they just showed oh, okay. it was like it wasn't like just plot. headshots it was like, and stuff. Well, it was like no, like they're they're go like it's it's Sandra Bullock going around like recruiting people kind oh, of. Oh, I say we need one. We need you. We need you. Do do do. Well, you want Rihanna on your team because she is a shape-shifting jellyfish. Yep. And master of disguise. Yep. So. Good old Riri. And she's also a battleship. Oh, man. I saw Battleship, which is also a Peter Berg movie. Which, 
you know, wouldn't mean anything to anybody listening, but within our little circle, like, yes. Tobin is familiar with Peter Berg. Yep. I joke with him about it often. Oh, but Battleship did one thing kind of cool that I, um, it, there's, like, actual, um, like, Marines in that movie, and guys with, like, who, um, like, did tours, and, like, so there's a guy in there with, like, two prosthetic legs that fights the aliens and stuff, and then at the end, there's, like, real old Marine dudes and things, so, like, I thought that was kind of nice about it. Um, it tried to do, like, the Soderbergh thing, where it's, like, let's incorporate the actual people. Or, apparently, now the Clint Eastwood thing with the 1517 of Paris. Oh, why? Are those the actual guys? Yeah, those are the guys from the actual, like... No. Event. Is that why they look like such terrible actors? Yeah, because it's the actual people. Oh. That's why the trailer's like starring the people who were actually there or whatever. Like that's the. People. Oh, I never saw that in the trailer. I never said. This. I didn't know the trailer said that. Oh, I totally missed that. But I that's just... like the whole thing, like because there's no tension in the movie. Because like if they died, yeah, they, they play wouldn't themselves. be in the movie. I don't like that they play themselves. That's weird. That seems kind of dramatic to go through that and then play play it out again and. I guess maybe you could deal with trauma that way. There was something so off about that trailer, Joey. Like that was last year when I was watching lots of trailers. Um, there was something so off. Like, is this a TV movie? Is this like, are they real? So that really nailed it for me that they're not actors. They're the real people who are involved in the incident. In fifteen seventy, the Paris. Yeah. Yeah. No, they yeah. definitely are. Yeah. Something felt so off to me. Oh, there's also that part coming up where um, um, that horrible, like, ADR moment. And by horrible, I mean amazing. When they're, like, crossing the river because... Um, remember what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Oh. Fat Tuesday. Everybody go crazy. <laughs> oh! Oh, I saw red. I saw red car, man. Here's the so, heist. So he's going to do the heist, and remember he has Malin Ackerman drive it like across the oh, river. Oh, with the dummy, with the dummy. <laughs> yeah, and there's that horrible ADR by the cops. I don't remember the ADR. I'm oh, not it's like really it. shifty editing to sort of cut around like mistakes. It seems pretty wonderful. It's only like 20 minutes left, right? The 26 minutes left, including <laughs> credits. And most of the movie, as far as like story and action, nothing is, is, is still <laughs> left. Yeah, this is the real race to the end sort of situation. It's also... She's like, alright, seven faith. This also makes me wonder, like, if if this was so easy to... not Maybe not easy, but, like, if coming up with this plan was so simple and it was so quick, why wasn't this the plan eight years ago? Well, I think they might have said this in the movie. Like, he's, he thought about it while he was in prison. Maybe not. Oh, maybe okay, I'm making okay, that okay. up. That would fix it, though. Believe me, that's all I need is one line. So, like, I kind of, I kind of unironically like this movie. I mean, I definitely unironically like the movie. I kind of unironically like the music. I think it like, it's not great, but I like it. Like, I think it's okay. perfect. So like, my only issue with it is that it sounds like it's MIDI. Like, it just sounds like a sketch of something that was gonna be sort of filled out later on. Like, it just sounds to me cheap in that way. I like the style of it. It just doesn't fit what I'm watching for some reason. But um, that's cool. Like, it's not that it's terrible. It's just like, it sounds like a someone on their MIDI keyboard orchestrating this, and then they're going to put real instruments to it later. But whatever. 
I love a heist. I love oh, a heist. Oh, you know who he looks like with those goggles on? Speckles the <laughs> Yes. Totally. We already did G-Force or Cage Club Revisited. Go check that one out. Cage plays an animated mole. In a live-action movie. In a live-action movie. Yeah. Croods 2 still happening, right? Apparently, they have... I mean, they well, it's happening an... again. It's not still okay. happening. It's like, I think. I they, think. they still have to write and animate it all before then even... That's actually a good thing. We haven't. I have not checked his... IMDb recently. I heard something. I, I have not been able to get confirmation of this, so I have not posted it on my third times a page charm page. But National Treasure Three with Cage for Disney's streaming service as an exclusive film for Disney when they get their streaming service up and running. They're gonna do like Star Wars shows, Disney movies, and then original content. And so I heard National Treasure Three is gonna be the first uh, Disney movie produced for their streaming service. Well, that's. All I need to buy is pay for the service. <laughs> I mean, they had me already pretty much when they were like, we're doing Star Wars TV shows, like live action shows. It's like, okay, but National Treasure 3. The Croods 2 in 2020. Jesus Christ. Oh, man, okay, yeah. It takes a while to make those movies. So then on TMC, I guess that's the movie channel, maybe? Con Air. Oh, okay. Tonight as we're recording yeah. this. Not tonight as you're listening to this. Here comes the gold melting this down. awesome. It's just dripping through. Would that even work? Does... I think it would have to be really, really hot. Yeah, like, it would be a bigger fire. Like, it would set off alarms. If you were smelting gold from the through the floor, <laughs> like, it's insane. This is literally some of the most insane shit I've ever seen in a movie. Well, isn't this sort of similar in a way... To the movie we're about to watch for Watch the Throne, Italian Job, where they steal the bank oh. from underneath, the, or they steal the vault from underneath the bank, or the safe from. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, like I. I but I they think, steal an entire safe. They're not. They're not melting. Yeah, that's gold. what I mean. I think like I understand. Like breaking in from underneath is like yeah, that's a way to. The steal, other question but. is how cold is that water by their feet? Yeah. That it's instantly resolidifying exactly. gold. Yeah. There's just too many factors, to and it's like these little. It looks like gold poop. You know, like poop emojis or something. Now, is your question, do I love this? The answer is yes. Of course I love it. it. I love it. No, no, I love it. Believe me, 100%. But um, I'll tell you this much, a little preview or post-view or whatever, but I like this movie way more than the Italian Job remake. Remake? Retitled? I don't even know. They just took the title. Well, we're going to watch it again for Watch the Throne. That episode is going to come out. Oh, boy. When is that episode? Before this episode, right? This episode comes out April 26th. The Italian Job comes out April 13th. Yeah, so two weeks ago. You can go check out our Italian Job. Italian Job. Incredible, Michael Caine. You're only supposed to blow... I won't bury another Charlie Theron. <laughs> that was terrible. I know in my brain that was not even <laughs> close to Michael Caine. I won't bury another Theron. I wish we were both good at accents to the point where, like... Every one of these commentaries could be essentially like the trip Different or people the trip talking. to Spain. Uh, no, like oh, we're just like, you trip, know, yeah. Rob Deerdeck and... Or not Deerdeck, no, not Rob Deerdeck. <laughs> Rob Deerdeck. Holy shit. At the warehouse, I crashing on some skateboards. I am Coogan, Steve Coogan, mm-hmm. and Rob... What's his name? Oh my god, Bri- Rob Bryden? Rob Bryden. Yeah, there you go. And Steve Coogan. Like, if we were both like great at accents, like that would be 100%. <laughs> Yeah, the cave clubs are visited. Well, if you want to maybe 
next time I can write a list of all the accents I think I know, and we could see uh, if I could, you know, play some other characters <laughs> aside from the character I usually play on these podcasts. This guy, Mike Manzi, I play Jerry Je- Jeffrey character Wheaties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been portraying Jason Manzukis as Jason for years. Um, yeah, you know, the, my on-air persona doesn't doesn't really get sports um, <laughs> whereas in real life I'm the total sports nut um, you know I mean, if you need more proof just the way that you said you're the total sports nut I mean that's <laughs> enough proof to say you love sports I'm just nuts about him alright there's something about this this section with the getaway another cage in action so the, the original idea about the cage clubs revisited we were like hey we're going to go back and we're going to compare these to other movies now that we know them all now that we have blah 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 yeah 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 then it just became us babbling about whatever mm-hmm. although this movie surprisingly oh. has a lot of cage in action to other things if you remember Amos and Andrew there's a ferry Oof, with the right. red sports car in that ferry oh, no, man. is that a red sports car it's a red truck it's oh, their red that's truck that's the truck okay I thought you were saying this was going to go to, like, a third level. Like, <laughs> like we started talking about the movies, then we got way off subject, but now we're back on track? No, not quite. There are. This is very connection-heavy, though, to other, to other Cage Club I things. think, really, truthfully, a lot of his movies are interconnected ways. It's also the fact that, you know... He's made 87 movies yeah, or whatever. You get to that point. I mean, I'm sure if we were watching all Sam Jackson's movies in a row, oh. it would be even crazier. The, the all like 175 of them? Oh, okay. So when... Um... <laughs> Hold on. Can you give me a timestamp on this one? Because that's... that's Case isn't even going to be in it. 116.35. Okay. So when, um, when Dave Chappelle came out at the Oscars... I was like, dude, you got your new Nick Fury. Like, he could totally... Like, he's at the point in his career, I feel, in his age, where he could just step into that role without, like... Just give him the eye patch. Like, he's gotten bigger. He's older, so he seems like... He looks a little wiser. I feel like he's turning into a Sam Jackson-ish type of character. I looked... I saw... I was like, if they need to keep, uh, like, a a younger Nick Fury, maybe, or something, I don't know, but... You mean, like, when they reboot the MCU? Yeah, if that's where they go. I think which is more than likely because that's what happens in the comics, you know, is there's a cataclysmic event that wipes everything clean and you start from square one again. And is that event Thanos? Uh, it was once, I think. There was the Infinity Wars and the Infinity Gems, and I'm not sure. But then, you know, they do like every every year or so they do like a giant crossover where at the end of it the status quo is reestablished and, you know, old characters have become alive again and new characters pop up. Like, Wolverine died off in the comics a few years ago and then after the last big event, he's back. Mm. And not only is he back, but there's the old man, Logan Wolverine, walking around too. So they could do all kinds of crazy shit. Hopefully, sure. Hopefully they'll introduce, like, the X-Men and just expand it more and just, you know... We'll get more stuff like uh, international movies, you know? Like, I want to see a movie take place in, like, well, France we got, or I mean, Spain. we got Black Panther. Right. Black Panther is a great, like, sort of, um, sort of, like, opening it up out of America. Like, I feel like we're too America-based in the MCU right now. Like, I feel like we need movies taking place all over the world. You know what FBI agents should do more often? Drive red sports cars to <laughs> investigations. 
They could if they do the Moon Knight movie, that whole movie could take place what in Kyber Moon Knight. I don't know what that is. Oh, he's great. He's like uh he's sort of like the he's like Batman. He's a detective, but he's got like the spirit of an ancient Egyptian like god inside of him, but you could make that whole movie it could take place in Cairo, modern day. Huh. Uh, like that would be a great idea. Even though he eventually relocates to New York City to become like a detective. Um, Interesting. Is there, been, is there talk about them doing that, or is that well, just... there was a there was sort of an Easter egg in um, Captain America Two where one of the guys rifling off all these names. He's like Stephen Strange, Bruce Banner, a teacher in Cairo. A, gymnast in here and stuff so like that was supposed to be a reference to Moon Knight and they've been trying to get him as a show or a movie for a while is it Moon K-N-I-G-H-T or Moon N-I-G-H-T I I think it's K like the Dark Knight as opposed to Nighttime yeah interesting yeah I don't know shit about dick about comics so this is that's that's Moon Knight and his white get up with his oh, piercing eyes cool. and stuff. That's cool. So he's sort of an older character that they reworked a little, made him a little more modern, a little more like edgy. The only comic stories that I really know are both DC based. There's That's like Moon Knight number one. So he's kind of all right. white Batman, cool. white suited Batman kind of. Kind of looks more like uh, Nightwing, kind of a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He's in that in that sort of vein. I know the Death and Return of Superman story pretty well, and I know Crisis on Infinite Earths pretty well, which is basically... That's so great. It's, that's it's a DC's epic. equivalent of, yeah. you know, the cataclysmic event or whatever. Right. Like, that's the first time they cleaned everything like, up. We got, like, yeah. eight flashes. Like, we got to do something. <laughs> yeah. Because those were the two comic series that my dad would read to me, like, because they were coming out as I was growing up, so he would buy them, we would read them or whatever, and... See, DC could have been building the Crisis on Infinite Earths, you know, if they had taken their time and just built it up and... That would have been amazing. That would have been great if they're like, hey, forget about continuity. Like, yeah. all these universes are real. Like, they're all canon. We're just yeah. going to bring them all in. Now we're going to merge it. And now, and now we're going to kill off everybody. Well, so now <laughs> the shows are all going to end. Well, certain ver- Yeah, well, that's the thing. You could choose who stays where. Like, we're going to continue this guy on TV. We're going to continue this guy in the films. Yep. Like, what'll be interesting for Marvel is all they could really. I mean, not all they could really do, but, like, one thing that's really interesting they could do is, like, you know, they can, when they reboot, like, it could be Iron Woman, you know? It could be Spider-Girl, and, you know, Captain America can, you know, always have been, like, a black guy or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could alter... Like Falcon? Yeah. Like, Falcon doesn't just have to become Captain America, but, like, what if he, oh, he had, what if, like, Steve Rogers was just a black kid from the 40s or 50s that was, you know, given the drug and stuff. So, like, that's what they're able to do when they reboot the comics and stuff. So, maybe they'll do that with the movies? I hope so. I want Michael B. Jordan as Iron Man. I just want Michael B. Jordan back into the universe proper. Spoilers for Black Panther. Which, if you haven't seen it by now, I don't understand how that's possible. Like, <laughs> it's if you made care so enough, much money. If you care enough about this to be bothered by a spoiler, but you haven't seen it yet. Just man on fire, man on fire. But before you do, go to cageclub.me and email mailbag at cageclub.me. But anyway, I love that he's in Black Panther. I'm devastated that he's dead. Me too, me too. Although that's also good for him creatively because like he's not going to be like in like a seven picture dealer. You know what I mean? Like true, true. I think that's what Andy's own I, thing. I have a feeling Andy Circus was like, you know what? Like I can't be doing 
a Marvel movie, all this, like, I'm assuming demand, I'm a director on my own now, like, I'm in the Star Wars, like, I'm doing all this other stuff as a consultant, it's like, I gotta get out of the MCU somehow, uh, get his mixtape before. Wait, who did he play? He was Ulysses Claw. Who's that? The guy with, like, the claw hand who stole the vibranium. Oh! His hand opens up and he, like, shot stuff, and he was like, he had that real thick accent, and he was like... Catch my mixtape on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy, the, the guy from Casino. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Basically, in league with uh, Killmonger. The All guy, he King Killmonger, returns his dead corpse to Wakanda. I forgot this guy got lit on fire, but then I forgot she almost drowned in the in the trunk. And I remember saying I wanted Cage to stab the bad dude with his own blade leg. But that doesn't happen. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. <laughs> it's monster movie now. <laughs> like, this is the ending for a Friday the 13th. Not whatever Stolen started out as. Did you watch that Lonely Island cut song from the Oscars? Not yet. No, no, no. Oh, my no. God. But I rewatched. Um, the Andy Samberg movie that they made and I liked it Popstar? much yeah I liked it much more the second oh, time oh I love Popstar the first. I've only seen it once but I loved uh, it I liked it the first time but the second time I was fucking dying dying of laughter Not there is dying. going to be at some point whether it's with me or without me maybe it just might be Chris and Nico but they both really love The Lonely Island too so there's going to be like a Lonely Island EP episode of Now and Again I like them but like oh man like I just have trouble because I was raised on Weird Al and to me, he's just a parody king, and, like, everybody else just feels like they're trying to do his thing, but, like, I don't know, I, I'm a little off-put by how hardcore the Lonely Island try to feel sometimes, too. Well, that's their thing. I mean, like, Weird Al is, like, wholesome fun, sort of, and they're, yeah. and they're essentially rappers. Explicit. Yeah. yeah. The best thing to do, though, is if you're ever at a bar and they have touch tunes... Where there's the jukebox you can use to control through the app on your phone. Oh, cool. Just throw a little Lonely Island on the jukebox. <laughs> like, uh, I love, uh, like, you know, Dick in the Box, obviously, but also I just had sex. Just put it on. No, nobody's really paying attention to music until something comes on. Or that new Natalie Portman rap they did was amazing when she's like, Jar Jar Binks has 18 dicks or whatever. <laughs> like, that They're was all like, great. They're was... all great. Another classic touch tune song to put on is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You <laughs> but just not anywhere near December like I was at a restaurant a couple of weeks ago and I put it on in late February that is a good idea and uh yeah cause it's cause nope you don't actively pay attention to the music in like a bar or restaurant right, right. until you hear something you yeah. shouldn't be hearing you're like, what the fuck? Well, I feel like that's kind of like, that's funny. That's like a, I wonder if that's a phenomenon because I feel like that's like standing at a 7-Eleven or something too. Like, I don't rec. it's like, it's all sort of background noise, yeah. but then you kind of, it's like, what the hell did they just say? Like, is it, oh, it's this song? Like, yeah. what is this song doing on? Like, let me look at my touch tunes play history. I think that, I think. Oh, something. helicopter. Ooh. But not Al Cirillo, probably. No beach, no Las Vegas. Oh, man, my car, this car doesn't have a helicopter. Mine did. Thanks for the shout out. Wow, another rough card. Touch tunes. Oh, you know what would be the ultimate after credit scene? Would be the guy floating out of the water. Like his just you see just like his eyes. 
come above the water. Mariah Carey. Uh, Ginny Wine's Pony, obviously. Britney Spears, Every Time. <laughs> Anything by Carly Rae Jepsen. Put on Amish Paradise by Weird Al. Speaking of Weird Al. Yeah, it's... it's yeah, my, so, okay, so my top two plays... I just had sex and pony. That's what I play more often than anything else. I'm just not out at bars enough to have a playlist ready. Derringer. What's Derringer Real American? Is that a cover of the... Something? Oh, look, it's the... It's where Cage is going to be buried. It's the... Um, the mausoleum? Yeah, it's it's the Nolan's uh, graveyard. Uh, I first saw an Easy Rider. Oh. You ever see Easy Rider? Yeah. They trip at the graveyard. And they really tripped and... Have you ever seen Easy Rider 2? Wait, what? Oh, you don't know that's a thing? No. How's it make covered it? It is god-awful. How don't I know Easy Rider 2 is a thing? I know, like, so many things are part 2. And 3. Yeah, Easy Rider 2. Like, semi-recently, I think. You know about last... more American graffiti, right? No. Oh, dude. <laughs> it is the <laughs> So, yeah, so this is what I'm thinking of. This is the scene that I was remembering. He sees a little bit of gold. Mm-hmm. That is the tip-off. Ding, 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 ding. Well, it's not a little bit of gold. It's a big It's a big gold. chunk. Hey, how long has that been in her truck? Oh, I love the idea that she's been driving around with it for, like, three months. With, like, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in gold. <laughs> And that just, like, you know, yokels have probably seen it and never paid it any attention because it just looks like garbage or something. Oh, boy. Hmm, very, very sly. Hello, he's retired, right? Or no? I guess not. I don't think so. I think that he's just tired of this investigation. He's not retired. He's just tired. <laughs> That's what it is. He's not tired again. He's just tired. <laughs> or he is retired, but he's just really, not one word. He's like re-tired. I've, I, I'm starting to get a feeling that those two guys are a couple because they're just they can't stand each other, but they can't live without each other. They're well, I mean, I think that's a, I think that's a very common like partner relationship. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I think it's deeper for some reason. If Cage hesitates, he's definitely doing that. <laughs> Did she dye her hair red? So she started the movie blonde, and then we saw her again as she was sort of brunette, and now it's sort of like redder. I think it's just sort of, you know, it's, it's a symbol shooting, of time just, going by. <laughs> I think it's just they did it once, and then it wore out throughout the course of shooting. So that guy wants... He's on Cage's side. He doesn't want to catch Cage. I see. It's this other guy who's got the stick up his ass to catch so Cage. So then he is probably retired. It looks like he's fishing. That's why. The hat... But I think they're really also... The like, hats. they're undercover. Oh, right. That's true. But they know he's out there. Cage knows he's watching. You think? Yeah, because ultimately he didn't He didn't throw it. Well, no. He didn't throw it because Mullen's like, yeah, go ahead, sell it. And then if you want, as soon as you sell it, you're going to get caught and you're going to go back to prison. It wasn't because they were out there. He just knew that... They knew that if he's suddenly no. rich... Oh, I thought they were putting on a show. No. That's Cage's actual inner turmoil. <laughs> no, because they actually keep it, see? He threw the acorn. Oh, man. <laughs> see, they got you. The, 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 the end switch there. Damn. 
<laughs> All right, so we got to look for the uh, special effects studio oh, here. Right, right. Closing credits. <laughs> These are the slowest crawling credits I've seen in a long time. Got to fill five minutes somehow, man. Wow, really? Do we? Yeah. Holy crap! Five solid. Why did minutes. they do that? I mean, for me, the movie is from opening shot to closing shot. Credits shouldn't count as far as time limit's concerned. I don't like that rule. Well, that's just how time works. Wow. So email us mailbag at cageclub.me. Go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, at cageclubpod on Twitter. Oh, it's saying stunt double, stunt double. Do you know Zoe Bell was Kate Blanchett's stunt double for uh, Thor Ragnarok? I think I did know that because yeah. she had been out of the game for a while and she came back, I think. Okay. Because uh, she tried I, to be like an actual actor. Yeah, I mean, I she's like Death Proof. Well, she was, she's she great. Was, Death Proof was, was like tailor-made for her, but I don't uh, know any... Something maybe called like The River or something? It was some terrible movie I saw at Fantastic Fest. Okay. Not terrible, but just wasn't good. Uh, but w- this is the last one we're going to record today, so I don't know what's going to be in two weeks, so I can't help you there. But I hope you enjoy... This We're basically... Well, I mean, you know, it's, it's always going to keep going, but we're almost like a quarter of the way through... The revisited current, stuff? I mean... There's like 87 movies or something. We're not going to do 87. I think we're only going to do about like 80 because there's you know we're not right. Gonna we're not going to do the documentaries, Grindhouse, again. Or the documentaries, the Grindhouse, or the ones Welcome he wasn't in. <laughs> exactly, and not the SNL or yeah. The no, little, we're doing SNL. Oh, we're going to do that. Yeah. Okay. We should. We never got around to doing an episode for Inside the Actor Studio, which I still don't know how you talk about that though. Well, I think we just watch it and then we talk about things we learned about it or liked about it. I mean, it's a possible. It's still a possibility out there. Or, I would rather, if we do that, I'd rather talk about it on, like, one of these things and just, like, you know, we're, like, today we're talking about, uh, you know, Never on Tuesday, but also his Inside the Actor Studio. Well, that's the thing we could do, too, is if if we do, like, a, not maybe, like, an entire clip show thing, but if there's something like the Actor Studio that we want to cover, oh, like how we read the book of Johnny Appleseed, maybe we could, <laughs> he, do you remember he did that audio book? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, we could lump that in with it, maybe. Or... We could also lump in him reading uh, Poe's The Raven at the oh, draft right. house. for Caged 4, right? Yeah, so, I mean, there's possibilities of little things here and there. But, I mean, I don't think we're going to have a shortage of movies of Cage this year because it's been three months and three movies We've put out two episodes. Ver- uh, Humanity Bureau is out if you have an Oculus. Yeah, technically it's, it's out, out in the virtual world, but yeah. It's been floating around the internet for a while, but it's not legal to watch yet, so we have not well, watched it's it been, yet. Well, it's been out in the UK for a year. Ugh. It was released in the United Kingdom last March or April or something, so... Get with it, America. Yeah. I thought we were going to make America great again. Uh, well, you know... Apparently that doesn't involve what we consider great. Humanity Bureau. Here, post sound. Oh, that's post sound. Okay, I'm looking for special effects stuff. I might have might have missed the CGI house. Yeah, this was episode 20 of Revisited. Oh, We've... visual effects, worldwide effects. There you go. Are they big? Never heard of them. Cool. They look like a little small crew. 3D animators. There you go. Simulation department. All right, they actually look at that. Two D compositors. Okay, they had the whole nine yards going for Blade Leg to replace that leg. We are sort of, kind of closing in on not really our one year anniversary of Revisit. We have another three months before we get there. All right, we're closer than we are far. Sure. Yeah, we're you know closer to the end than the beginning. But then you know that's only going to be like twenty six or twenty seven movies. Then we're going to have another couple years of that. So. We've got so many more of these to go. 
working on it, working on it, working on it. Yes, yes, yes. Are you watching, um, are you doing any other kind of, like, all-on marathon? Like, like I'm watching, on my in my own time, I'm going through all the Godzilla movies again this year. Are you going through all of any? Just the comedies. Okay, cool. Oh, what I do want you to do is, not right now, sometime, come up with five comedies and five action movies that I should see. Not the most obvious ones, not the ones that you think I've seen. Okay. You can also go to my letterbox. I, I think my letterbox is just about 100% accurate in terms of the movies that I've seen. So if you go to a movie and if it doesn't say that I've seen it, consider unseen. Cool. And then uh, we'll just go from there. And I just want to see good movies. No animals were harmed. Were there animals in the movie? Yeah, there was that dog barking on the stairs. That's true, that he did, like, threaten yelled, to beat the shit or whatever. Yeah. And but, yeah. nothing. There we go. So I'll see you next time <laughs> Thanks. on Cage Club Revisited. CageClub.me, mailbag at CageClub.me. Thanks for listening. Facebook.com slash CageClub, at CageClubPod on Twitter. Thanks for listening. <laughs>